This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution. That will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. Great job with that, Crowley. Looking forward to these games across the pond. This is Season 2, Episode 46, a second sweep of the Pirates. Don't forget to download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. All right, Crowley, let's get into some news and roster moves and then preview the uh, big weekend series in London. Let's start off with the all-star voting. We mentioned that a little bit in segment one, that uh, the first baseman slash DH is uh, the highest Cub, fifth place, Trey Mancini. Yeah, this this is not looking great right now. And, and you know what? I mean, like, I'm fine with the guys getting rest rather than going out there, but for the players, it is a big honor. It affects their contract status, all that stuff. So, you know, we don't know how it's going to play, but catchers, Jan Gomes comes in eighth. Wilson Contreras is ahead of him at seventh. Cup fans, we got to do something about that. I I don't care if Gomes goes or not, but I can't have Contreras being ahead of him. That's that's silly. But like we said, Trey Mancini at five. You got Freddie Freeman, Matt Olson, Pete Alonzo, and Paul Goldschmidt in front of them, which I have no problems. Those are all very deserving. How about Nico Horner? Not in the top 10 for second well, that, base. That, that's the one That's the one that makes me the most mad. And I watch, obviously, more Cubs than I watched anybody else. But what, come on. Not in the top 10? Cubs fans, come on. That, that's not right. Let's go. I Here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say that second base is a really tough one to break in with the NL this year. You have a lot of players doing – I mean, Luis Arias for the Marlins is flirting with 400. Ozzy Albies is just unreal. Uh, you know, Nolan Gorman's third. Vargas from the Dodgers. That one, eh. Thyro Estrada's getting really hot for the Giants. But, you know, it, it, it's, it's a tough one. But the Cub fans, like I said, doesn't seem like they're voting much. Third baseman, obviously, Patrick Wisdom's at number eight, which even that's kind of silly. Uh, short stops, Dansby Swanson at number seven. And when we talk about DH, you got Christopher Morrell also at number five. So pretty good. Th- I mean, at least a little bit close. And then for outfielders, Bellinger and Seiya Suzuki, 10 and 11. So, you know, it's, 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 I don't worry about it too much, but I know for the players, it means a lot. And, you know, I think there's no doubt that you, you're going to have Marcus Stroman's in the all-star game. And, and I would have to say that Justin Steele right now has the third best ERA. So you got to think that that's got to be a guy that's going to be going there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. And so, you know, I, I they just had an announcement the other day, the Cubs, as far as the DraftKings sportsbook at Wrigley Field. Looks Will, pretty fancy, Crowley. Looks pretty yes. fancy. We'll open the doors to the public. We have a date now that is June 27th. So that's the next homestand against the Phillies. 
Here's a picture for everybody subscribing to the SCORE YouTube channel. It is absolutely gorgeous. And, you know, I'm not a big better. And say what you want about, you know, spoiling this. or look, The, the building looks really nice. I'm, I'm not going to lie about that. You know what I mean? Oh, it looks fantastic. Like, like I don't want to. I mean, it looks, it looks, it looks awesome. And listen, hopefully, you know, the bottom line is going to get increased, and hopefully, you know, they'll continue to spend it in baseball operations. That's the hope, and 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 I, I've seen, you know, I keep hearing that, but I, I'd rather see more money being spent than what I'm seeing. I'm not saying that they're not spending, but you know, I I don't know how much they're going to make off of this, but it is unbelievable. The food, they have a lot of different food. They're going to have a pastrami sandwich, a colossal hot dog, prime rib sandwich. Uh, they're going to have 10 signature selections of beer on tap, a bunch of domestics and internationals, full selection of spirits. The thing that's going to be awesome is that there's a uh, 2,000 square foot video screen. So it's going to be one of the largest in the Midwest, and it can show up to 25 games at once. There's going to be a scrolling ticker displaying odds, scores, and player info. There's going to be a state-of-the-art sound system that will ensure that fans won't miss a moment. You will have the ability to listen to audio of any game being shown through an app on their smartphone. So I thought—I I don't know if they have that in other play, casinos. I, I don't go into too many sports books. I thought that was pretty cool. They're going to have theater-style seating. There's going to be patios. J just really uh, a lot of things that are going to make this interesting, and I think it's going to be a huge hit. Um, it's going to be open Monday through Thursdays from 4 p.m. to 11 p.m., Friday from 9 to 2 a.m. in the morning, Saturday 9 to 2 a.m., and Sunday from 9 a.m. to 10 p.m. That is subject to change based on event programming around the Wrigley Field campus. The other thing is that you cannot go from Wrigley to the sportsbook. Okay? You can go sportsbook into Wrigley, but once you cross, you can't go back. So okay. just something to so kind like of, keep you used to be able to do that. Weren't you able to do that at the old uh, captain Morgan club? You could go back yeah. and forth. Yeah. You go back and forth. Same with Gallagher way after the first couple innings to let you go out and back in, but you cannot do that because of gambling laws. So gotcha. that, that that's, that's a no go on that one. All right. How about some uh, roster moves and a little more injury report Crowley? Yeah. Congrats to Moises Ballesteros and Felix Stevens who were promoted from Myrtle beach to South Bend. Um, Casey, oh, I got to see those guys down in Myrtle Beach, man. Felix Stevens, outfielder, he is huge. Kind of reminds me a little bit of Jorge Soler. And Moises Ballesteros was absolutely phenomenal. He's, he's like, I think he's like 19, and he just very calming presence, great framing, clutch hitter, absolutely phenomenal. So, so I hope to see those guys at South Bend. They were, they were phenomenal. And then Casey Opitz was promoted from South Bend to Tennessee. Um, but speaking of the minors, Myrtle Beach, we said they took the first half title this week. Now Tennessee has the opportunity to do the same on Thursday. They have two more games in their season. They are tied right now with the Chattanooga Lookouts, the AA affiliate for Cincinnati for first place with a record of 35-28 and 28 in the Southern League North Division. So depending on what Chattanooga does, what Tennessee does, that may be a second Cub affiliate making it into the postseason. Uh, the one thing that is interesting right now is because of the end of these um, halves, that's why you're waiting to see moves. So in, once you see that the Tennessee's first half is over, you're going to see guys from Tennessee moving up 
into AAA. And that is going to really be interesting on our next show because that's going to, you know, does that mean PCA gets called up? Does that mean Jordan Wicks gets called up? There's a lot of possibilities that, that present themselves after these next games on Thursday with Tennessee, uh, that Tennessee plays. Absolutely. Scary moment, though, in Iowa last night. You know I talked about this. You have to be very careful with how you treat these arm injuries, and sometimes things can happen that are out of your control better. And I thought the Cubs were doing a good job with Cody Hewer. They were being very patient. You know, as tempting as it was to get him up to, to the big league roster, they, they were keeping him in AAA. But after last night, he threw three pitches. The third one sailed over the head of the Memphis hitter, and he was in clear pain. It was a very scary video if you've seen it. Um, I'm, I'm, I was heartbroken because I know how hard Cody's worked to get back to the team. I'm hoping it's not much, but I'm not going to lie, Dustin. It did not look good at all. No, no, it didn't look good. Um, they talked about David Bodie showing a great emotion about it and, uh, he's worked really hard and we've been asking for timeline. When's he coming back? And now I'm guessing this is going to be a setback. This is going to be, I'm guessing it's going to be a major setback. And, uh, you know, I, you know, I just, it's, it's heartbreaking because, you know, I've, I've talked to a lot of these kids with the Tommy John and all that stuff and, and just having to come back and, and just how much, you know, I, I talked to, um, Justin Steele about his, his Tommy John, uh, you know, I've got, had a chance to talk a little bit with Ethan Roberts, guys that have gone on that. It's just, you know, there's nothing you can do, but, but it, it, you know, for Cody, this is, this could be a potentially huge setback and, and it's just heartbreaking. Fingers crossed on that one. Fingers crossed. Right. You never know. And, and by saying you never know, it was a shocker yesterday. Our friend Rich Biesterfeld, who's always out at the Arizona complex league, uh, which has just started up recently. Braylon Marquez made his first official appearance on Tuesday night in the ACL that's shocking because he's a guy that's been absolutely injury prone. Remember our friend Tommy Birch was excited to see him in Iowa and he got injured right away. He always had problems. He's a guy that was one of the top two prospects along with Miguel Amaya. You're talking 2018, 2019, and he just hasn't gotten close to his potential. But, you know, the, the, these guys, they're, they, they don't quit and they're, this is their dream. So hoping good things happen for Braylon and, and hopefully he can kind of start working his way up and eventually make his way back to Iowa. Uh, we did get some results. Dansby Swanson's x-rays were negative. He got the day off today um, to rest up for the London series. Yeah, I did see that David Ross had said that uh, if this were a playoff game, we would have seen Dansby Swanson in the lineup. So that's obviously really good news as far as that. So I would expect that uh, we will see him, um, that we will see him in the London series for sure. Absolutely. And so speaking of the London series, the Cubs are going to play the Cardinals. The last time they faced each other was May 8th through the 10th, and the Cubs lost two out of three to the Redbirds. If you remember, right before this series, there was a lot of controversy. Wilson Contreras was relieved of his catching duties, and it was the talk of the baseball world, and especially in St. Lou. The Cubs played the obligatory thank you video before game one, and Marcus Stroman took the bump versus Miles Michaelis. Stroh pitched well, going six innings, giving up four hits and two runs. Wilson was involved in both of those runs. He was on base to score one, and he drove one in. Cubs offense did nothing for Stroh. One run on five hits against Michaelis and the Cards' pen. So they dropped that one. 
Game two was Jamison Tyone versus Jack Flaherty. Tyone wasn't awful, but he wasn't able to get out of the third inning and gave up four runs. Javier Assad pitched the majority of the game. If you remember that one, he went 5.1 inning, and you and I both talked about how Assad should have been pulled a little bit earlier. Ross wrote him a little bit too much, I thought, on that one. So Dansby Swanson had a big game going three for five with a double, a home run, and three RBIs. But that game, that second game of the series, is always going to be remembered as the first game Christopher Morrell played for the Cubs in the 2023 season. He had just gotten called up, I think, I believe on Friday. He started on Saturday, went two for four with a solo home run. And then the Cubs crushed the cards 10 to four to avoid the sweep. Justin Steele shut down the cards offense and the Cubs offense knocked Jordan Montgomery around wisdom and Gomes each had two home runs and Dansby Swanson had a two run double. Yeah, that was a game they absolutely had to have. He did not want to get swept by those guys. Hopefully that will uh, carry over. How about uh, yesterday Crowley, the Cubs uh, found themselves in third place by themselves. Yes, this is this has been nuts. You know, and 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 the funny thing is, is as good as the Cubs have been playing, winners of three in a row, eight out of their last ten, four straight series, they've barely gotten that much more ground lately because Cincinnati is out of this world right now. Ten uh, in they, a row at this point, right? Going for yeah, eleven right now. They have they have have an eleven game winning streak. There, this is ridiculous. The Big Red Machine didn't do this. I just got word that Milwaukee just lost, so that'll put them one and a half back. Cubs are three and a half. Like you said, they passed Pittsburgh, who have are lost nine in a row, so they're going the opposite direction of the Reds, and they are now five games back, and St. Louis is doing well. I mean, they won four in a row, but you know they're still 8.5 back, 9.5 back in the wild card, so... You know, this is the thing. Don't ever, you know, it's like a horror movie villain. You never stop killing them. You, you want to keep beating St. Louis until they're dead 20 different times. I don't want them coming back at all. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. <laughs> step on the throat huh crowley step on the throat please sweep the and leg yes just i, I don't I, no more no just don't even give them a chance just keep pounding them until they're in submission yeah that would be very very nice plus for me on twitter it's fun to go on and on, on cardinals twitter and see them all lamenting and crying it's, it's a little bit of a fun activity i have if i'm feeling down all right, so Cardinals and Cubs are going to get after it uh, on Saturday. It's going to be a 12-10 start on Fox. And, of course, 670 to score, Pat, Ron, and Zach. I'm not saying this just because, you know, we love the score, Dustin, but I, I saw the broadcasters. I forget who they are. I, I'm definitely going to be, uh, like I do a lot of the times, having the radio volume up and the TV volume down. We got Justin Steele going for the Cubs, 7 and 2, 272 ERA versus the crafty veteran Adam Wainwright, who decided to give it one more shot. Remember, Justin Steele was on the IL, but he came back against Baltimore, 5.0 innings. He gave up five hits, two earned runs, one walk, and four K. So a pretty good start against a really good team. I, I was I was pleased with his last outing. And then, of course, before then, he went against Tampa Bay, and that's when he had the injury and uh, you know, was out for a little bit. 
But uh, again, he pitched May 10th versus St. Louis. And he went six innings, gave up seven hits, three runs, uh, you know, three walks and three strikeouts. So, you know, good, you know, Justin, hopefully Justin can have another step forward and, and hopefully do really well against the Cardinals who have. Adam- a- go ahead. No, go ahead. No, there is a rumor that Justin Steele may be a guest of ours tomorrow on the Mully and Haw show in the uh, nine o'clock hour, as well as the chairman of the Cubs, Tom Ricketts, special uh, Cubs pub live remote from London, uh, Pat, Zach, Ron, Tom Ricketts and Justin Steele all being part of the Mully and Haw show between nine and 10 on the Thursday edition. Wow, that's going to be a lot of can't miss uh, score, and I yeah, I can't wait to listen to that. And if you miss, if you know maybe you got to work or maybe you forget, don't forget you can go on the Odyssey app and you can always play that again. So yep, I'll have the chapters up on the app. I'll have it podcasted right away. All righty, that sounds exciting. So Adam, tell him Crawley said hi. Um, and my my guy Justin Steele, love the guy. Adam Wainwright going for the Cardinals uh, in his last three against the Mets. On 617, he went six innings, gave up seven hits, three earned runs. Against Cincinnati, 611, 5.2 innings, he gave up eight hits, three runs. And against Texas on 65, 5.1 innings, eight hits. Can you guess how many earned runs? Three. So in his last three starts, he's only given up three earned runs, and that's what he is at that time. But he's still a pretty darn good pitcher. I mean, it's 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 not going to be easy for the Cubs. He he's still a crafty veteran who kind of knows what to do and and I'm just hoping, you know, that that the Cubs are able to do something against him. They haven't seen him this year. Um, he doesn't have his safety blanket in Yadier Molina. So let's hope that the Cubs can take advantage of that. Hope so. Fingers crossed. And then a game two. How about the Stroh show, man? I mean, what else? What else can you say about this guy? He's, he's got. He's he's about as locked in as you can be, as confident as you can be. In the last three games against Pittsburgh, seven uh, innings pitch, no earned runs against Pittsburgh the week before, six innings pitch, two earned runs against San Francisco, 6.2 innings pitch, two earned runs. He's not given up a lot. If you look at all the starts this entire season, he's only given up more than two runs twice. I mean, it's it's just absolutely, you know, that was a Minnesota one, and I think there was a Dodger one. And so he has just been absolutely out of this world right now. Yeah. Oh out of this world. I mean, that, I don't even know if that, if that's enough, right. I mean, is, is that even enough? I mean, the guy is just absolutely locked in. I was a little bit worried that this contract stuff Crowley was going to, uh, to get in the way and maybe get into the, the space between his ears, but he, and he talks about, he talks a lot about the, the mental preparation and that, how important that is to him. And, and obviously how important that is to him being able to pitch the way he's been pitching. He talks about his preparation physically, mentally, and, and he's confident, man. And, and, and you know, he's just kind of showing that all the work that he's putting in is absolutely paying off. And I, I really, I, you know, I, I know people try to make a big deal out of the, the whole contract thing. He wants to be here. I mean, and that's I, I what mean, Jed said. Jed was on the score the other day with Mully and Haw, and he said the best part is, is that he does want to be here. He wants right. to be a cop. So, I mean – we are where we are, but I, I just, you know, I'm excited. And and not only that, for the Cubs to be featuring their two best pitchers, you know, in a marquee matchup that's going to be on Fox, on ESPN, you know, all weekend. I think it, it's just really cool that hopefully, you know, the, that people can see, 
you know, what Stroh is doing because he is he's doing some of the best work of his career. And to see Justin Steele, who, again, nationally may not be known to as many people and, and is just having a great year. Yep. And who, uh, who are the Cardinals sending out that day? They are sending out Jack Flaherty. Um, if you remember, Jack Flaherty uh, pitched against the Cubs on May 9th, so the second game of that series. Went five innings, gave up seven hits, three runs, three strikeouts, five walks. The Cubs just kept letting him off the hook. They couldn't, you know, just should have done better. Um, against Washington the other day, he went six innings. He gave up 10 hits and six earned runs. And against San Francisco the other day, he went 4.1 innings, gave up 10 hits, six earned runs. And before that, he had a good start against Texas. Six innings, he gave up zero earned runs. But the last two starts against San Francisco and Washington, 10 hits and six runs in both games. So he is trending in the wrong direction. And I'm, I'm really hoping that the Cubs can take advantage of that. Yes, please do. I did an early game too, breakfast, breakfast with the Cubs for most of us. Yeah, get a little mimosa, maybe a bloody, whatever you need, and, and start watching some baseball. All right, so we talked about uh, adjectives for Marcus Stroman, and hot doesn't even fit, but let's move into the hot and not portion of the podcast. Yeah, as far as hot is concerned right now, I, you know, you got two guys that are really doing some great stuff right now. Nico Horner is 10 hits for his last 31 at-bats. He's got two doubles, two triples, a home run. Uh, he's slashing 323, 344, 613 slug for Nico. That's not really normal. So, you know, he's really hitting the ball hard. A lot of barrels lately, which is awesome. And then we talked earlier about Ian Happ, who's eight for his last 26 with three triples uh, and two, or I'm sorry, three doubles, two triples. The guy is uh, slashing 308, 379, and 577. Now, as far as the not is concerned, Seiya Suzuki been struggling a little bit lately. He is five for his last 28. Um, he's got four RBIs, but no extra base. He's got one double. That's the only extra base hit. He's slashing 179, 219, 214. Um, so not the greatest right now. Cody Bellinger, now he's at 19 at bats and only two hits, uh, two RBIs, but that's a slash line of 105, 182, 158. So um, you know, you, you get a little bit nervous. How much of this is a regression or how much of this is just coming back from injury? Not sure, but uh, I, I'm, I'm hoping that he starts to pick it up. Absolutely right. For the Cardinals, you got a couple guys that are hot right now. Again, they've won four in a row. A couple guys to look out for. Brendan Donovan, second baseman. Um, he's slashing. He's hitting 10 for his last 23 with one home run, five RBIs. He's slashing 435, 458, 609. He's the hottest hitter on their team. Wilson Contreras, you remember how much he was struggling. Lately looking a lot better. Six for his last 16. He's slashing 375, 444, 688. And then one other guy I want to throw in here was Jordan Walker. Remember, he's their stud prospect. He was doing okay. He wasn't even doing that bad. He's in like 270s. He wasn't even the worst Cardinals hitter, but they sent him back. They saw some holes in his swing, and rather than let the league exploit that, they sent him down. He's come back, and he's looking really good right now. He's got six hits in his last 16 at-bats, two home runs, two RBIs. He's slashing 375, 474, 813. So watch out for him. As far as the not, and, and this is always weird to think about, but Nolan Arenado's three for his last 22. He does have two home runs and five RBIs, though. So he's slashing 136, 167, but that slug is up at 409 because of the two home runs. And then Nolan Gorman is uh, there, another uh, second baseman. He's got 16 of, zero for his last 16 at-bats, 
And so he's slashing 0.0590. So no, nothing really to worry about with Nolan Gorman right now. Lars Newtbar, though, is really struggling and hasn't had a lot of at-bats either right now. He's slashing. I prefer not to say his name either too much. Good. Right. He doesn't have a hit in his last six at-bats, so we'll see what happens. All right, Crowley, prediction time. What's going to happen across the pond on Saturday and Sunday? Maybe you I'm could gonna... give your prediction in your best British accent. <laughs> I got no British accent. Oh, my God. <laughs> I always end up sounding Australian. Um, that's what usually happens to me. That's but... not a knife. <laughs> <laughs> right. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Um, but I, I thought I'm going to, I don't know why I, I got to feel, I, I'm nervous a little bit about that first game. I just don't like uh, Adam Wainwright. I just have too much PTSD with that guy where he's always kind of giving the Cubs fits. And so, and Justin Steele, I really don't know what to expect. Like I said, only one game coming back from injury. I, I'm feeling that the Cubs are going to take two, but I wouldn't be shocked with a split, especially with the Cardinals possibly taking that first game. All right, I'm going to go with a split as well. It just seems like it makes the most sense that that's what's going to happen in this. Of course, I'm I'm rooting for a sweep, uh, but uh, I'll take I'll take a split. Just don't get swept. Yeah, and and, it, and it's one of those things that like I just feel like this is happening at the worst possible time. Like the Cubs are clicking on all cylinders, and now they're going to cross a bunch of time zones. They're going to be jet lagged, and then they're going to have to come back, and then they have to face the Phillies, like. I wish the Cubs, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I wish the Cubs were not playing in this series. It is a marquee series. It is, I had t- tickets to go in 2020 until COVID knocked it out, but I, I wish they weren't doing this. And, and, you know, with the way the Cubs have been playing, they're just too hot right now. I just hate to see them get cooled off. Yeah. I was curious if you had even considered doing this trip. So I guess we just found out. Yeah, I, I considered it, but I, you know, once that opportunity came to do all those things, and and, and uh, Myrtle Beach came up, and and make that a whole family vacation, it, I, I leaned that direction. And I, I got to tell you, the Field of Dreams game was so special to me that I think of going to like a soccer, a baseball game in a soccer stadium, it just didn't have as much appeal to me, to be honest. All right, that's a wrap. Don't forget to listen, download, review, and subscribe to the Fly the W podcast. Fly the W on all the socials. Also, you can email us, flythew670 at gmail.com. And now you watch us on YouTube by subscribing to the 670 The Score YouTube channel. Crowley, enjoy uh, your summer vacation as it rolls on. And uh, let's go Cubs, right? Absolutely. Let's, let's pound them in the over the pond. Go Cubs! All right. So I'm going right. to talk.